1: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 12 of Wayne's Beers and Tears on a Wednesday night in hot, steamy, nasty D.C. Uh, We are going to jump right into our podcast this Wednesday evening. First of all, let's introduce the boys. Jerry, how are you today? Hello, everybody. Jeremy.
0: What? What are are we doing here?
1: (laughs) What's going on, boys? And I am Todd, and you can find us on Google Play, Spotify, Apple iTunes, please give us a listen, a download, a subscription, a note, if you will. So we're going to jump right into our favorite topic here in the off-season of sports, and that is the soap opera down in Ashburn, Richmond, wherever they reside these days, and that is our Washington Redskins. So we've talked the last few weeks, we've done our over-unders on Trent Williams, on Dwayne Haskins, on Jay Gruden, on how this roster is going to shape up, and uh, this week, it has sorry, uh, I like, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the Trent Williams situation continues to be a fucking debacle and has devolved. And uh, as of this podcast, they are supposedly in talks with the New England Patriots regarding a possible move for the big left tackle. What say you, Jeremy? I'll take Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Amen. Yeah. Deal.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Whatever Bill wants to give us is fine, right? Um, now we were talking. I mean. Okay, let's just call a spade a spade. Is is the Trent Williams era in D.C. done? Is is the uh, animosity too great at this point, and they just say, fuck it, let's go, let's move on? No. Okay? What do
0: you say? I, I pretty much agree with, with Jerry there. I, I, You hear so many little things that could mean nothing, but the fact that he is telling his buddy, Penn, who just signed here, to sign here, how bad can it be? And I just think he wants he wants his contract guaranteed. I think if they do that, he's here, long term. Don't know, but that's what I think short term.
1: Well, you made the point before we came on. You said basically, if they, given all the the you know the talk and the BS and all the you know the the feelings that he has about the uh, training staff and his displeasure with the organization as a whole, you're saying that if they walked in tomorrow and said, "Hey, dude, here's your guaranteed money," he he'd put on the pads and be on the field the next day.
0: Because I'm I'm following these you know breadcrumbs to that's why he's mad because they probably told him they were going to do it, and they didn't do it, so that's why he's pissed. Hmm. Okay. Here's my thought. Um, Donald Penn
2: got an incentive-laden contract. Um, He's got a low base. He wouldn't have taken the job or signed that contract if he didn't think he was going to play a lot.
1: And he's not going to
2: play a lot if Morgan Moses and Trent Williams are your tackles. So when they – I always thought this was smoke. I always thought Trent would hold out to the last week, uh, make a point, maybe get a little bit of a financial benefit. Even though giving him any sort of money that ties up in the future is a Ryan Zimmerman situation, where you're giving an aging player more money than he deserves, and he's going to kill you in the future. It's right. just bad business. Sure. Um, but when they brought Donald Penn, and when Donald Penn left, I was like, okay, well, maybe this just you know the Redskins brought him in to give you. To give uh, Trent a little kick in the butt, saying, "Hey, well, you're replaceable," right? Um, and then Trent went to his god lock guy Lockenfor, who then floated. He'll never play for the Redskins again, right? right. So they both did their little PR move, mm-hmm. and I thought, okay, let a couple weeks go. Uh, you know, maybe like Jeremy said, give him some guaranteed money that doesn't really affect the cap long term. Blah blah blah. He gets a safe face. Thought it was, you know, he sh- he held out for a reason and it worked. Look what I got, and the Skins get their you know, premier tackle back in. But now when, Ten, when Penn came back on that deal, I was like, okay, I didn't expect that. And then if you don't think that Trent Williams wants to play here and could really hold out, then you got to trade him. Get rid of him. Be progressive. Be proactive. Do not be reactive and, and do what um, you did with Kirk Cousins when you saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> you saw he wasn't coming back and you didn't get rid of him. You got nothing for him. Um, you so, mean that saga wasn't hand, handled well? It really wasn't handled <laughs> that well. So hopefully they've learned from that. <laughs> what and, a
1: fucking disaster that was!
2: <laughs> and they realize now that, but they can get some stuff for Trent. I mean, I'm talking uh, two twos, a second, a third, a fourth. Okay, I like the way you're talking because you know? if the
1: if the yield is high. I think that, and I can't believe I'm actually praising the Redskins right now, but they've done a pretty good job thus far with this little mini Trent saga, right? This doesn't look great PR-wise, but you made the point a few weeks ago when I, I bashed them and I was like, they're not doing anything, and you are like, well, what is there to do? They're like, they need to sit Pat right now, figure out what he and his camp are going to do. I think they've done a pretty good job of shutting their mouths. They now have some contingency plans in place with Penn, and what's the other jackass they signed today? I think it's Hawthorne,
0: Um he had a guard that played in Indians exactly. The of the but but he was bottom out. line is, you which doesn't
2: make my West
0: Martin <laughs> prediction look very good.
1: <laughs> you need all the guards you can get, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, Martin's still the man.
1: Um, no, so they've done a decent job, I think, of, of putting in some a, a safety net, if you will. And if they happen to move Trent because there are other pieces that come back, well, great. I mean, that's fine. Because l- let's look at it this way: Is he part of the Redskins' future long term? I don't think he is any longer. First of all, he's aging. Second of all, his injury history speaks for itself. Third of all, he, being the clout that he has at left tackle, he's going to make a shit ton of money, and they just can't afford to, to lock up that much space on, on a player.
0: Yeah, by, by doing well, they haven't completely screwed it up yet. That's as far as I'm going to go in terms of positive. Here, here, that's um, a that's an endorsement <laughs> for these assholes. Um, and I, I don't think there's a long-term play here either. But just to you know, pile on my previous point. If they were to say, "Hey, you know, we'll reduce your cap hit," oh, you know, so let's we will give you that extension, fully guaranteed, but it's going to be down to like seven or eight million a year. You know, I don't know if he'd take it, but I could see that option as well. I don't think it's going to happen because I think I think he's done after after next season, no matter what. I mean, he hasn't
2: played a full season since two thousand thirteen. Isn't that a staggering stat? Yeah, and I mean, he when he plays, he's obviously. Very good, but um, it's it's not like he's going to get healthier. You know, it's not like as you get older you get healthier. It never works out that way. The good teams recognize they never pay that one extra contract. Exactly. I mean, Pittsburgh always the Steelers always let those guys go when they're big names. How can you let them go? And and the Patriots. So the the Patriots Patriots are their their Exhibit A and Steelers are B of that. I mean, they're good. You know, and and they're successful. So, um, you know a lot who knows what the truth is hopefully the skins know what the truth is you know i'm sure they know what the deal is they're just not talking about it as they shouldn't and trans people are not talking about it as they should as they shouldn't which makes you think they're making this public perception but internally they know where each of them stand and it makes you think they can work it out. I think they're going to work it out. I think Trent Williams is going to be back. I still think before the last week, uh, the the last week of the preseason before mm-hmm. uh, before regular season, hopefully he's working out. You know, you don't need him playing in preseason games. You right, really, right. you really just don't need. Yeah, we've talked
1: about that. The wear and tear on the tires is not necessary. At and point.
2: the Donald Penn signing is good. It's huge because you get your tie in Secchi. You know, your swing tackle, Morgas Moses, he's injury-prone too. So you got Donald Penn who can go in there and play, and he's injury-prone. So you have three old – yeah, you have three guys who can sort of fill in for each other, which is shrewd in any other setting except for Trent Williams is not there. Right. I don't know if you want Donald Penn starting um, on your uh, – you know, playing on him for 16 games because he ain't going to start that much. But bringing in a guard concerns me. You know that means that means when you see West Martin, he's not ready. Well, he's probably not ready, but and Jay made the
1: point he can he might be completely full of it. Um, but he made the point that Callahan likes to, especially in preseason, make sure that the young guys play two to three different positions.
2: Well, so, Gruden's not going to say, "Yo, yeah, West Martin, well, complete disappointment." Right? we got, right. We got another. Uh, what's that kid's name? <laughs> I hate that Shanahan drafting third. Josh
0: yeah. We got. He's just like <laughs> Revis.
2: I can't believe we did that. Right? He's not going to say that yet. But
0: um, well, I think uh, they just found somebody they liked better than what they had in house. And this guy, you know, started I think for three years, but then he had some injury issues. Uh, he's still only at nine twenty seven. So if he's healthy. Maybe he's better than the you know the fifth guy they had you know in, sure. inside and, before.
1: And, and I got to tell you, I am with the injury history that this team has had over the last five to seven years, especially on the lines, dude. If you can tell me that they're going to start the year with eight or nine legitimate NFL linemen, yeah. fuck yeah, do it, please, because it sure as hell beats what. What did we do last year? Weren't we like p- picking up scraps off the trash heap? I mean, it was and pathetic. I, I think they're trying to avoid that,
0: I think so too. Awful. So that's why this doesn't concern me in terms of our boy. Right. I, what if
2: I was concerned as a redskinned lineman? I would be concerned if I was Jerron Christian, mm-hmm. um, and I would be concerned if I was Eric Flowers. Although they're still talking Flowers up like he has, go- but obviously he has no value at tackle. He no. was a complete another dis- disaster, and they figured that out after day two. The good thing is, is they see it and they recognize it, and they'll try to you know put a square peg in a round hole, saying right. hey, we, we we're going to wish for the best. Sure. They say. It, we gotta get an upgrade and they go get an upgrade. If this guy's an upgrade, I mean he did just play in the American Football Alliance. So it's not like you're getting Hugh Thornton MVP <laughs> Hall of Famer. Right? He may not even be any good. Right. He might they right. they might be kicking the tires on that guy.
0: Oh sure. It's possible. And, and again, he's your fifth or sixth interior lineman. You know, it's it's not like you're expecting him to start so at least I hope not. Yeah, I hope not.
2: I, hope <laughs> I not. really want Wes Martin to be good. I just really need that in my life. I think he is going to be good. I'm going to be
1: honest with you. Uh, I don't he's think gonna. he's. I don't think he's in that sheriff mold. But man, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a stud. I really do. Um, so, so you know, with the with the saga on the line and everything else, again, the team is going to be what it's going to be. You cannot bank on injuries, but you have to know that they're going to happen at the same time. So you got to have the depth in the organization at your key positions. And believe it or not, as pathetic as this sounds, our depth at quarterback is actually better than it's been starting a season in how long? I mean, think about I mean, it. I mean, 20, twenty-five years. Exactly. I mean, Keenum's a legitimate NFL quarterback, serviceable. Amount. I heard. He,
2: I heard he's been kind of shitty the first sh- year. Well, he's, he's serviceable. He's just he, he, well, he is who keep he is. In, keep in know? mind, not to cut you off, Todd. Go for um, it. I wasn't saying anything of of note to anyone. Apparently, and I didn't know this, but apparently Jay Gruden's offense is one of the most complex you have to learn. Like Alex Smith, as a grizzled veteran last year, and a very smart guy, right? He wasn't comfortable even halfway through the season or like through six games or whatever with the offense. See, that pisses me off. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, this
1: day and age, dude. Everybody knows what everybody else is running. Everybody knows the terminology. You know that the third call is the key call on second down. You know that. I mean, come on, guys. This isn't fucking rocket science. It's it's a bunch of matchups. It's eleven v eleven. You figure out how to get the ball into your playmaker's hands as quickly as possible, and you move on. Well, like- I, I can't stand here and Gruden.
2: Oh yeah. He he's new here. He doesn't know the offense. He's gonna have to study for a few weeks. Shut the fuck up, dude. I can study on madness. If if that's true and he doesn't mold his offense to fit his personnel, then he sh- he's a that's a bad sign for a bad coach. And well, you
1: said he's he's a he's he's a walking uh, he's he's the walking dead, right? Yeah, I mean, don't I think he survives. Do you? Like I
2: think they're in a complete rebuild, which is why I, should, I said fire Gruden, trade everybody, and get picks and do it right. So, but. Um, the Hang pro- on to him, a la Holgerson style. The, the, but the problem is, is, they're in they're in fifty percent rebuild. You got your new quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You got your you got your heir apparent in O'Connell. Why are you keeping Gruden around? That's a good question. Why are you keeping trade? Uh, you know, like this uh, Trent Williams around. You know, it's like they they want to rebuild, but they don't want to say they're rebuilding. So they want to bring in some moves to kids to splash and get people to come to No one's coming to the games anyway. I brother. was just
1: going to say they, they pretty much hit, pretty much hit rock bottom. With Daniel Snyder's
2: biggest problem, in my opinion, is he realize he doesn't realize and he's never realized if you win, you don't have to market right here in Washington. You have a fan base dying. Sure. If you put a good product in, and do it the right way. You don't have to market. You don't have to get a quarterback with your first pick who can sell jerseys. Sure, everybody's going to sell jerseys. Right, winning cures all, and he's never understood that. He he'd rather make a splash, good or bad, um, and market the hell out of it. Right, then do what do what he needs to do, and which is just to win. And it just, that just drives me crazy. Okay. I never I've never understood that. That's no, well said. Yep. Um, so, speaking of
1: injuries being part of football and everything, as we look around the uh, the NFC East just a little bit, um, the injury bug definitely hit the uh, hit the New York Giants wide receiving core. You see?
2: that so, and drugs. <laughs> Can you blame them? Although I've never, I haven't heard the fertility drug excuse before. I've not heard that one either. And who was that? Golden Tate. Yep. Right. You see his wife are trying to have a baby. Yep. Ain't it's so golden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, Chronic masturbator. I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't really know where to
1: go with that one. I could go about 100 different avenues. I don't think I will, however. Um, but, yeah, so Sterling Shepard, he break his finger, I think. Uh, the the number two receiver, ACL. Um, yep. uh, Coleman. T- yeah, correct. Um, and then Tate, obviously, on the suspension. So I think they're down to numbers four and five here in training camp is their top two.
2: <laughs> Trade them Josh Dodson
0: for, like, a water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some
1: some watered-down Gatorade. I, yeah. I take that. Um, no, but uh, so so injuries are a part of the league. And with the the, the cap structure <clears throat> being so fierce, teams really have to be – they have to value their 53-man roster because there just aren't that many impactful players around. But it leads me to something I was thinking about when we talked about the draft and we kind of recapped that um, a month or so ago. There's so many good college players in that fifth to seventh round and then another whole, you know, group of guys that are undrafted free agents that are legitimate players. Where are all of those guys when the injury bug hits a unit like it hit the Giants or yeah, like it's hit the skins?
0: And they haven't done a good job with that. The skins haven't recently. Gotcha.
2: Well, hopefully for the Giants' sake or for the right. Redskins' sake. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, where, the answer to your question, those guys are in camp somewhere else trying to make it. And half of them are, are auditioning for other teams right. like the Giants. I mean, they're probably like, oh, man, I'd love to go there. Like, if you're the eighth wide receiver in Cincinnati, you're like, man, I wish I was in New York. I'd have a shot to make this team, right? Yeah, because
1: then Eli could throw it to you. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but speaking of the NFC East, What about the drama going down in Dallas, which makes the nobody's talking about the Trent Williams nationally because everybody's talking about Elliott.
1: Isn't it fantastic? I'm
2: telling you, Dallas has a problem. They have a problem with first of all Zeke Elliott. Is a jackass. He's a right? complete moron. He is a he's a troublemaker. He's a bad dude. Um, he's gonna get in trouble because he's an asshole.
1: You know what I like about him holding out? He just looks like such a fat ass. You can tell that guy's not working. <laughs> I mean, his, out. Jowls, him, his jowls his jaws are <laughs> like a like a,
2: a, a bulldog. I mean, they really off. But he's a beast, dude. He's a monster. But he's here's monster. Dallas's problem: they have one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the history of football in Dak Prescott. I mean, if that guy played in Arizona. Nobody would know about him, but right. he plays in Dallas and he's had some good talent around him sure. and he was able to hand the ball off to this monster Zeke Elliott and he, and they with the best offensive line in the league and he was able to, they were able to get wins and he had to complete four or five passes a game. Yeah, but and, barely get wins. Right. I mean, they,
1: you know, we rag on the skins and rightfully so for their for their playoff utility here in the last few decades. The Cowboys aren't far behind. No, they they've won
2: yeah. one playoff game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's but, pretty pathetic. Actually, but the point being is, he's going to get a massive. Well, that's the issue because massive contract. I don't think he's bad, but he's not thirty million good either. Well, he ain't. I don't think. He, I think he's he's mediocre. at best average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit above average. Nice guy, great guy, great seems face. Like a great dude. He seems like a great dude. No, but I'm
1: with you. He needs he needs the supporting cast to right. carry that offense. That offense does not run through him. He right. happens to be the harbinger of Garrett's
2: offense and the great line, but, and, and and
1: the good playmakers. But he
2: team. is entrenched in Dallas. Everybody loves him. Teammates, oh, yeah. fans, are rightly sure. so, right? Sure. But he's not worth this contract that he's going to get. You also have to pay Cooper because you want to keep him. Right? He's now, right now, he's not jumping up and down for a new deal. But next year, he'll be jumping up and down for a new deal. Yep. Um, so, you cannot, in football, because of cap, you can't put all of your money in three players. Right. Because then you get three Jerry's, right? <laughs> or, you know, eight Jerry's on the offensive line cause you can't pay anybody. No, that's <laughs> right? that's But you got Tyron Smith. He, he needs a new deal soon. Sure. Uh, the You know, the guard needs a new deal soon. Uh, your defensive players. So, if you invest... You know, 50% of your cap in three players, you're not going to be able to fill out a team. Jerry Jones knows this, right? He's, uh, and, and he said, but do you need a quarterback more than you need a running back? Absolutely, 100%. Of course. Yeah. I don't think he knows much, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, he knows how to make money. But Dallas
1: has a problem. <laughs> They do. So so here we are. We're not really high on our own skins for many reasons. We're thinking we're in a rebuild. Right. So we're thinking, you know, seven and nine, eight and eight if everything goes right. Maybe. Maybe six and ten. Right. I saw the over under on ESPN last night. It was six point two, right, G? Yeah. So so they're they're obviously, you know, a bottom feeder. We just talked about the Giants. They're rebuilding as well. They're in flux at quarterback. I just said their position, you know, unit at wide receivers disaster right now. I don't think they're gonna be very good. No. We just said it. I think the Cowboys are almost a carbon copy of the Redskins in a lot of ways. I think they are destined to be an eight and eight team. I mean, is this division just by de facto the the you know the the Eagles?
0: Yeah, as long as once I don't think, right. the, but I
2: don't think the Eagles are anything. I special. don't either.
1: I don't either. What a bad division. I mean, the, the mighty NFC East of the past is yeah, not, not what we currently have that's at what all. We grew up with no, not at all. So. So let's wrap up part one here, you know, talking about our skins, and let's transition into part two where we're going to talk about the other East in the NFL, and that is the AFC East, because that division is very intriguing to me. Very intriguing.
2: Can I just say this before we get off on part one? Maybe. of course. Jimmy Moreland. Dude, yeah. beast. The guy beast. is incredible.
1: The and he's another one. What he was a seventh rounder, right? Yeah, seventh yeah. rounder from, from James J- Madison. From James JMU, Madison. and yeah. the
2: guy is a freakish athlete. Apparently, he doesn't like to hit. He He tackles
0: somebody up in pressure. Yeah, he
2: does, right? But he's not a good tackler. Okay. He's better uh, than Josh Norman. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, that guy's amazing. What a find he is. Good job. Kudos to the Washington Redskins. Cheers. You know, draft for finding that guy in the seventh round. Because he's going to stick.
1: By the way, this segment, this might be the most that we have actually lauded the Redskins, like ever. And it might be the most we'll ever laud I think, (laughs) honestly,
2: I think they've done fine. I I do, too. Um, I really do. The Alex Smith... You can't predict that. No. So which it, is why
1: you don't tie up Trent Williams into a long term deal. You get some assets for him. You send him on his way.
2: He he'll be he'll be there in two
1: weeks. Just keep <laughs> the beer cold. <laughs> Cheers. All right, we'll see you guys in part two where we turn our attention to the team up the the other side of the beltway, the Baltimore Ravens and the AFC East. See you in part two. And welcome back to part two of episode 12 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, where we turn our attention to the Baltimore Ravens, right up 95 from our beloved Redskins. And we are doing this, A, for our fans, and B, because that is an intriguing division that I am looking forward to following this year. Um, So let's kick off our Ravens and AFC talk with the most popular, important position on the field, and that is Le Quarterback. Jeremy, are you a Lamar Jackson believer?
0: Le Quarterback? Is this the CFL now? (laughs) Um, I I am. I I liked him in college. I'm I'm not necessarily a believer that he can succeed in the NFL long term, but I like the kid, and I'm interested to see this new, fangled, spectacular, never seen before offense (laughs) that – Ravens came up with. You can tell how excited I am. <laughs> the now, greatest think, show on turf, yeah, yeah, part exactly, two. <laughs> yeah. I, I like him and I'd, I'd love to see him succeed because I know we will mention his name a couple more times in this segment, but you know, we, we thought we had something on RG3 as Skins fans and it was fleeting and it's over, obviously. I'd like to see a 180 on that with with uh, with, with Lamar and I hope he does well. Mm-hmm. Well, I... <laughs> I, you know, my wife my wife is a
2: Ravens fan, so I've been paying attention to them more in the past couple of years. Um I thought Lamar Jackson was awesome at, at Louisville. I loved watching him play. I'm, I'm honestly great, um, college great. great college quarterback. Great college quarterback. First of all, if you're a college uh program and you don't have an identity and you don't get a running spread offense quarterback, you're a moron Idiot. because that's the easiest way to win six look, games. Look without Tom, question.
0: Look at them without him. They're a four win team. He took, he made a, like he in made two a years, yeah. In the yeah, no shit.
2: But and I don't know the intricacies of it, but Harbaugh's touting this new offense they're going to have, and he's actually championing, like running him all the time. <clears throat> I, I assume they're going to design runs where he's, you know, maybe everybody's blocking like out, and he's not going to get hit except by like a cornerback, and he goes out of bounds or whatever. They're going to have built-in right. protections Absolutely. for him. Um, but when they you could tell in the draft when they surprisingly drafted Brown from Oklahoma, with a speedy, like little speedy, yeah, short cool. guy. I was like, yes. oh my God, wow, you got a slot guy? Yep. And I think it's part of this new offense they're designing. If they can get his speed. Um, well,
1: know. Jeremy just brought up the CFL and I, and I have visions of like, you know, guy in motion, set, guy in motion, set, guy in motion, and then some weird like off count, you know, snap and then. You know, you're seeing. You know, it's like old necessary roughness. They're doing one of these. You know, they're crisscrossing all over the place. Well, when you, know? you When you think
2: about Baltimore, and they still have, I mean, Jackson, or, or no, I'm sorry, not Jackson. Um, the the tight end that was played at Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield. Yes, uh, they drafted him. So they they're still heavy at tight end. But when you think of the Ravens' offense, you always think of Todd Heap. Yes. and and tight ends who can yes. who can Absolutely. beat safeties, and and that that's your main weapon or one of your main weapons. And so to now get a wide out who can work sort of the same cuz Brown is not a true wideout where he's going to run deep all the time. He's more of a slot guy. Sure. Which sort of is counterintuitive with you if you have a tight end doing the same thing in the same area. But they obviously know what they're doing. I it makes me intrigued and excited to see how they can do it because if they can get if Hollywood Brown is as good as advertised and Lamar Jackson learns the playbook better, and can make the intermediate throws better, which what you struggled with last year. Man, they could be dynamic. They could be. And for sure. um, to see a Ravens team that relies on their offense would be weird. It would be. It would be.
0: Well, I'm, I'm almost seeing, and I, I'll qualify this, and I really have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, you know, the, the whole deal with, with RG3 was, you know, the, the read option. Well, how about, you know, I mean, that was based on, you know, a run option game, Right. Correct. So, what about more of a, a pass option? So, you know, we're talking about these design runs. Well, how, instead of a design run, it's a design rollout, and then you make the you isolate a defender and you make him choose between the receiver, be it Brown or a tight end, or, or the quarterback. And uh, so, if, if he take the guy, he, take, he runs his five yards, goes out of bounds, or he just, if they go after him and dump dump it off to that guy. Sure. Just, you know, just in, like an iso play. And and you know and yep. that, that's your option. It's a pass option instead of a run option.
1: Well, as being you know being a fan of the game of, of football, I, I I am very intrigued to see how they're going to roll this out at the pro level because we have seen well, various I've seen
0: it before. Apparently, so
2: <laughs> so yeah. you
1: you you very often see teams play to their personnel, and try and develop offensive schemes that we have either never seen before or you don't see with regularity. Or variations of something Exactly. And generally, there is a small window of success in there. The question is, is there staying power? And can this, this, for lack of a better term, let's say it's a gimmicky offense that, that is being tailored around Jackson and some speed guys. How does that evolve? Because the defensive coordinators in the NFL are no joke. And defensive players are fast as shit in the NFL, you know, defensive ends and linebackers are faster than safeties and corners in college a lot of times. So in theory, I do I do uh, look forward to what they're going to roll out as an offense. I'm a little bit worried because these defensive coordinators and, and, and schemes, they know what they're doing. Um, and I just I fear for his health a little bit. Oh, yeah. If they're really going to put him in space that often, right. he can be as careful as he wants to be. There's going to be some you know 260 pound linebacker who runs a four three who's going to run his ass down.
2: Well, let's not forget they also got Mark Ingram from New Orleans who can be a pound back. Um, I mean he he split time in New Orleans. What's the what's the name of the running back? Come on. You, huh? Kamara. Yeah. You always draft and and he gets like 50 points a game. Um, <laughs> And I drafted, he, he plays like four games. But anyway, whatever. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, the good thing about him is he's a power back, which I think the the Ravens needed. And he's pretty fresh since he was splitting time. It's not like he huh. was the workhorse for the last four That's years. That's a good point. So,
1: and in that division, you're going to need to hold on to the ball because there are some nasty teams in that division. Yeah. You, you know, uh, you're not going to win games there, you know, um, Going on that three three play drive and you and you hit a home run. You're going to need to grind out some of those twelve play drives and kick the field goal and 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 move on. But I'm
2: telling you, I like I like the Ravens. I like the way they're set up. Their uh, organization they have, they have is a so top notch. Yeah, they have good culture. Um, but they they what they missed last year was speed and playmaking ability. And I, mean, I think and they it. I think they got it. I, I agree. You with know? You know. Yeah. And then on defense, obviously they lost a, uh, the linebacker, but they got Earl Thomas. Yep. You know they're they're. DBs, their secondary is pretty solid, linebacking core, um, and and in front seven is not as strong as the Redskins. Which when's the last time we ever thought about that? Seriously, but they're they're still super athletic on the defensive side of the ball, yeah. and I think that that gives them a chance. And, just, and they bet four. you're, but you're right. They better be because that that might be the best division of football. Yeah.
1: So so as you know, we were just talking about the lowly NFC East, and you know, again, our skins are eh, the Giants don't look very good. Uh, the Cowboys look like they always look, and and the Eagles. Basically, everything rests on the health of Wentz.
2: The Cowboys could have have a terrible year. They if, could, if
1: things fall apart. They could. God, God willing, um, <laughs> there there is
2: uh, that would be so wonderful. Oh,
1: that would be great. Um, so in the AFC East, conversely, you have the the old lowly Browns are no more. They are dangerous
2: as shit. Man, I can't wait to see them fall on their face.
1: <laughs> shit! Oh, uh, hey, I mean, is Hugh Jackson still the coach there? Is he <laughs> a
2: guy, I mean, how did he keep a job so long? Jeez! Oh, that guy. They got rid of him and started winning. It was, uh, that guy must be embarrassed. God, <laughs> he's God not damn it, though. he's
1: funny. No, but the, no, but seriously, the Browns are scary on paper, in my opinion. They're they're they got some legit talent for the first time in a long time. Too many egos, <clears throat> potentially, but they got a ton of playmakers, and they, they, they could be. We just talked about how the Ravens have some unknowns, but they could be very exciting. I think the Browns are in the same boat. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, Beckham is the best wide receiver oh, in football. so freaking He's good. He's so good. I don't know. See what guys, you think about
1: Baker, but, dude, that guy. I don't that, know what the Giants guy's are fun thinking. to watch, man. Um, and then you've got the, the perennial favorites. you got the Steelers and Big Ben's back there. Um, Any word on Le'Veon Bell and his status with Pittsburgh?
2: <laughs> didn't,
1: didn't they
0: trade him? they be yeah. playing for the Jets now? Yeah, I think that's the status. Yes. Now, right? They said, you uh, know how much? I said, well, okay, Connor, why don't you play? Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Um now, that whole saga was so stupid. Um, glad to see him out of there. Um, glad to see him with the Jets, too, because they fucking suck. They're terrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, that guy probably will never be heard of again. That's my favorite. Again, God
1: willing. Let's hope so. Um so you, got, so you got the Steelers, legit. You got the Ravens, who, you know, we are not sure, but man, they're they're well, well put together, well run, well coached. Yeah, I think they're gonna be really, they're really good. Year, yeah. And 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 I really think Cleveland is gonna be heard from. And I don't think the Bengals are bad again. No. They, they they got tons of talent up there. They their still roster. have Andy Dalton. They do. <laughs> that's, I thought he was like I
2: thought he retired like fifteen years ago. I
1: think his arm retired about yeah. ten years ago. He's throwing some ducks up there, but no, he's still a, a very serviceable you know veteran veteran quarterback, and they're and they're solid. So that division, that really that, that's going to be a beastly division. I mean,
2: I think Pittsburgh's in for a huge drop off. I mean, you can't you can't lose. Le'Veon Bell, and as good as Connor is, and it's a great story, but he's a good player. He's a really good player. You can't lo- lose Bell's versatility, like it's just the sheer talent. And he's then the lose other other it, level. and then lose Antonio Brown.
0: Yeah, Brown's obviously the big. He didn't have Bell last year anyway, so yeah. And look what,
2: ha- and look what happened. Right, right. So they weren't as dynamic, and their defense, their offense has always has been so good for the last three or four years that they've covered up the fact that their defense sucks. It, it really has. Their not been Their defense good. sucks. You know, I tell all these Steelers fans, you're giving up 40 a game. You're not even looking at the fact you're giving up like 30 a game, and Big Ben bails you out at the end. You win 35 30 If you look how great we are, right? Your defense sucks. They're like the worst defense I've ever seen in Pittsburgh, but nobody's talking about that. But now, if you don't, if you're not as, is dynamic. Um, uh, your defense gets revealed, and I think it happened last year. I think Mike Tomlin's a good coach. I think Tomlin's awesome. Yeah, he's think, one of my favorites. I think he's a good coach. Um, he's getting a lot of, he's getting piled on right now in Pittsburgh, um, but uh, I I I think he's smart enough to realize another team is smart enough to realize these are our weaknesses. This is what we got to do. Yep. Yep. So they we'll got see. exposed.
1: Their defense has not been good for quite quite some time now. Um, but they, like you said, Jerry, they, they're usually given the benefit of the doubt because they're big, bad Pittsburgh, and they win, and they figure it out. But two years ago when they lost to Jacksonville in the playoffs and Bortles put up, didn't they put up 40 on them? Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, I, that was the game where I went, oh, boy, this this Steelers D, uh, the, the the ship has passed on these guys.
0: Well, they were one of those teams that relied on the offense getting the lead, so all you got to do is rush the passer and – you know, it, it, you can make yourself one-dimensional in a good way. Yeah,
2: it's either going to be a turnover or a touchdown. Yeah, yep. I don't know. I just uh, I like Baltimore. I like the way they're designed. I, I'm a I'm a Jim Harbaugh fan. I can't stand his brother. No, John Harbaugh fan. I can't stand his brother. Couldn't agree with so. you more.
1: John, is I, the I man. think Jim Kim's Harbaugh, little bitch. Yeah, I
2: think Jim Harbaugh at Michigan's a, a wackadoodle. Uh, but John Harbaugh seems to know what he's doing. And hey, man, happy wife, happy life. I hope the Ravens are good. So it's happy times in my house. I think they're going to be good. I think
1: they're going to be very good.
2: But it's going to be a brutal season because you got to play those teams eight times. You know, eight out of you, sixteen you with or with yourself. Eight out of no teams in your division.
1: Yeah, but they only have four
2: in that division. So. Right, but they play them twice. Right, so six six games. Six games. Well, that's what I said six games. <laughs> Is the PGA this weekend? It's coming up, Jeremy. But it's by—it's like one of those you—you you, you survive the season, and now what do you have left for the playoffs? When you have the Patriots playing the Dolphins, who suck, the Bills, who suck, and the Jets, who suck, and they're coasting. Cheers, Jeremy. You know they're—they're they're coasting, Cheers. and then you get all those New England fucks you have to deal with. Tom Brady. They get, name three other friggin' Bill or Patriots, you jackass. Or, hey, Bills. Bills. or Bills. Name the Bills. <laughs> name the Bills. Tom Brady for Trent Williams right now, Jeremy. Jeremy proposed it. I see, I accepted it. So it's done. I'm in. <laughs> it's binding. So what do you think, Jeremy? I, <laughs> when Todd takes a break,
0: we're 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 it's, we're, a, we're a ship without a rudder. I was just thinking about Brady being a redskin. That's all I was thinking about. For a second, so.
2: Would you take Brady at like 50? Yes. <laughs>
0: I can't stand the guy. But God damn it. And
2: Jay Gruden would still talk about how good Colt is. <laughs> well,
0: I'm not sure if uh, Colt's going to give game. him a run. Yeah. he's going to give well,
2: him we're a run. we I think we're going to let him play. I think we're going to let him play. We're play. with
0: forty-five, but
1: yeah. So you think on on Gruden's um, getting back to the Redskins? Real quick, do you think on Gruden's little whiteboard in his office, he like he always pencils in Colt McCoy like on the depth chart? Like Colt could be like on the sidelines, like nursing an injury, and he's like, "Well, I mean, Colt took some reps with the first team again." <laughs> it's like, dude,
2: I think he slowly walks into his office. Turns on the lights just to make sure his security pass still works and he had been fired. That's what I, If I'm Jay Gruden, that's what I do every morning.
0: I don't care if I get fired if I'm him. I'm still getting paid. Seriously. Seriously. I got, a, I got a job paid for me in Oakland as soon as I'm out of there. Or Vegas, wherever the hell they are.
1: All right. So speaking of Oakland. so Hard knocks. Yeah. That's right. So uh, first episode, I believe, is tonight, if I'm not mistaken. HBO tonight at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so post... Uh, post-podcast. I know where I'm going to be with my beverage. Um, I know where
0: I'll be. I'll be sleeping. 44 more times between now Well, seriously.
2: Um, I mean, it's going to be the John Gruden show with Antonio Brown coming in like as a paratrooper or whatever he did. I don't know. That, go- that team is going to be horrible. They I should, think they're going to be horrible. They, they, they should be
1: really bad, right? Uh,
2: I, I just think they're they're just it's a it's a caricature of a real put together team. So
1: okay, so here's a, here's a great example. You've got a legendary coach in Gruden. You have a uh, uh, very historically proud franchise in the Raiders. Even though I, I get that they're in shambles.
0: Mm-hmm. Historically proud. That sounds familiar. <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, yeah,
1: and they're going be. They're going to be just, one, be just Sorry, absolutely gonna- bad. With, with a league that has a very strict salary cap and with only 53 active roster spots, how is the dis- – and, and so few um, uh, free agents out there that you can just pick up that are difference makers, how can you screw up so badly to be such a bad team? It's not like college, where you've got eighty-five scholarships and Nick Saban fills forty of them with all the, the the five stars from the South. I mean, of course, there's going to be disparity there between Vanderbilt and Alabama. There should not be disparity between there's only
0: thirty-two teams,
1: right? Thirty-two teams and and fifty-three roster spots, and they're all pros. I mean, how come the Chargers can be so consistently decent and good, and the Raiders just
2: be all, awful? I, I I don't understand. I can tell you why. Because the Chargers have Philip Rivers. And that's really all it takes. Kind of like the the Patriots have Tom Brady. That's really all it takes. You know, I, I how many quarterbacks Bill Belichick has won all these Super Bowls? How many different quarterbacks were his quarterback when they won? Just one, right? Just one. Yep. Joe Gibbs won with four Joe different ones. Fucking Gibbs. Right? So that's the man when right Brady there. leaves, when Brady leaves, if Belichick can win another one, then he's the greatest. But until he does, I mean, even. I don't. I, I know. I just hijacked this this conversation, but um, <laughs> it was going nowhere. <laughs> Somebody had to hijack it. <laughs> but even Bill Walsh, even Bill Walsh, won Super Bowls with Joe Montana and Steve Young, both Hall of Famers. That's a good point. Joe Gibbs won with no Hall of Famers. Doug Williams, good player, obviously. Um, Mark Rippon, front <laughs> office superstar. Doug yeah. Williams, <laughs> he's like, Where, where's training camp? Um, <laughs> Mark Rippin and Joe Theismann. No one's going to the Hall of Fame. With those guys that, You know Isn't Eisman Hall of Famer? No,
1: no I'm pretty uh, sure he is I, I don't know.
2: I'm pretty sure I, he's not, not George can do you please look that George look that up yeah. We have our
1: statistician in the house tonight Dollar bet doing... Like the junkies Yes Yes, yes. One dollar
2: I think he's in the Redskins <clears throat> Ring of Fame But I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame
1: The only reason I think he is Is because he had one of the longest Most self-glorifying Hall of Fame speeches well, You in might history. be right That's
0: think, why we're betting a I dollar think, I think He
2: I definitely did that His his presenter was himself
1: Where's your entourage? You're looking at it, baby.
2: <laughs> I'm going to introduce uh, this guy in the Hall of Fame. He's a masterful quarterback. And who is it? Me. <laughs> Greatest guy in the world, as far as I know.
1: What, what? There was a theory on him when he was in college that when, when he was at Notre Dame before he be, became a name for himself, his name was Joe Thiesman. That's not a theory. That's is a fact. fact. Isn't that change change so great? His name's uh, Thiesman. changed it to The, 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 the Heisman. Heisman
2: for the Heisman. Heisman, for the Heisman. He didn't win, I don't
1: think. Well, while, while our, uh, our our stat uh, crew looks that, hurry out. up! You're fired, dude. Seriously, good lord! Just, Just Google Feisman
0: Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, half. Yeah, like he was
2: in the college Hall of Fame,
1: but not. That son a bitch. of a we are
2: going to Sizzler? Damn it! Hey, can to Sizzler.
1: <sighs> so, in between parts two and three, I'm going to pay Jerry his dollar shamefully and uh, and move on. Damn it!
2: Hey, George, I'll give it. You- you can talk to me later. I know everything. I'm like an encyclopedia.
1: <laughs> so we're going to wrap up our NFL talk here. Uh, um, so all you Ravens fans that are listening, peace. We love you. I am actually pulling for the Ravens. And if there's any chance I go to a live NFL game this year, it will be to Ravens <laughs> Stadium. It will not be to FedEx Field. I can guarantee you that.
2: Only if you lose a bet and you get kidnapped. <laughs> That's the only way I end up in freaking Landover to watch a <laughs> Redskins game.
0: i will go to 100 Ravens games before I go to Redskins Without question.
1: Um, I'll, I'll go to a Washington Valor game before I go to a Washington Redskins game. Uh, uh, wait a minute.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, it's not FedEx.
1: Exactly. So thank you for uh, hanging with us here in part two for our NFL talk. And in part three, we are going to turn our attention to a hot stove item. The Major League Baseball trade deadline was today. And the Caps. And we are going to discuss our Caps, who also have some present news
2: Championship.
1: (laughs) Please join us in part three on Wings, Beers, and Tears. And welcome back to part three of Wings, Beers, and Tears, where we have wrapped up our NFL discussion for the evening, and we are turning our attention to the ice in our Washington capitals.
2: I believe we're still here. Uh, I, think yeah, I, think we have, I think we should I have apologized for that last segment. Sorry guys, it was
1: Yes, terrible. I, uh, I almost died in the last segment. Um, <laughs> I almost died in the last segment and then I lost a bet to Jerry. It was it was an awful segment. I uh, I'm never going to forgive myself. But nice. cheers gents, cheers. cheers. So we are back and alive and ready for part 3 and so we've been talking about the Capitals and how their roster is is, is taking shape. And it pretty much, I mean, a few weeks ago when, when free agency opened, we knew what the roster was going to be. The last piece to this little chess match that McClellan has to do is figure out how to get under the salary cap. Because currently, they are over, which we thought they would be. So <clears throat> uh, Christian Jews went to arbitration and was awarded 1.25 mil. And Chandler Stevenson settled before his arbitration for just a, a tad over a mill. So, with that being said, the caps are within that 10% excessive range, which they're allowed to be through training camp and all the way up until October. Yep. Um, so, people are asking me, they're like, what are the caps going to do? You know, it's a loaded question, like <laughs> long term, short term, what's going on? Because right now they don't have to do anything. Exactly. And training camp will probably solve quite a few of the questions. The coaching staff will get together with the executive portion of the franchise because they're actually a well-run organization. And uh, uh, everybody actually talks to one another. And they will figure out how many forwards they want to carry on their active roster, um, how many D they're going to carry, and then they'll figure out where to either put players uh, and, and move them down to Hershey or it wouldn't be surprised to see uh, a small trade, which doesn't look significant league-wide but allows us to get under. Um In addition to that, I think you are going to have an injury or two during training camp because that almost always happens. Certainly don't want to see one of our higher priced, better players start the season on um, long-term IR, but it is always possible. So until we have to make a move, nothing really has to happen. Jeremy? Jeremy?
0: No, exactly. And there's two rumors I wanted to spell for some of the morons out there. Not our fans, of course. They're all dumb. <laughs> our fans are great. Um, uh, you know, they, they're educated they're, by uh, us. That's why they're great. <laughs> Raining the arbitrator for giving the shits Dan Chandler Stephenson too much money. Well, he didn't go to the ruling. It, it was a, you know, they, they they came to an agreement. So <laughs> I literally almost spit out my beer because I saw uh, the same uh, comments. Yeah, it was I'm, so I'm freaking hysterical. Hey, well, 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 I think there well, was a well, thread well, actually on Japers.
1: <laughs> it was. Stevenson avoids arbitration, settles with caps, and the first comment is, fucking arbitrator. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, is this guy a moron? Yeah, the answer is yes. yes. That was me, by the way. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Um, and then, Jerry look, pumping his fist angrily. Point, well, I, you know, with that award, she should just walked away from it. Well, you can't walk away unless it's four plus. <laughs> that was million. me, too. I, mean, I don't think, I, I'm pretty sure. You have, one, like, four different avatars. am sure one million is less than four. 4 million. But, you know, what the fuck do I know? But anyway, um, I actually think the CAPS did a, a great job with this decision because uh, what it does is allow them to bury Stevenson's contract in the minors if necessary. Yep. So, to answer answer the big question of what do they have to do besides Todd's completely correct answer of absolutely nothing, um, if they do get to the point where, let's say they have no injuries and they have no other issues, they decide not to make any trades, they, they can run with 19 skaters and they're under the cap. You put Sieg's uh, down. He's waiver exempt. He can go down. And then any of the forwards you want, Stevenson, most likely, you wave him. If he gets picked up, see you. If he doesn't, he goes to Hershey, run right to the cap. That simple.
1: Yeah. So, Jerry, I know you're not a huge Stevenson fan, but <clears throat> the reason that million dollars is perfect is he's a serviceable fourth line, borderline fourth, fourth liner slash, you know, AHLer. Um, with a cheap price tag, and there are plenty of teams in the league that are looking for young, quick talent down the road. And like Jeremy said, he's not waiver-exempt, meaning any time that they send him from one platform to the other, he could be poached. Okay, go ahead. Take him. Right. And if they take him, then that's a million bucks you don't have to worry about. So if he's on the roster and if we can make it work, cool. I think he's serviceable. And if he's not, who cares? Um so it's kind of a good luxury to have and by tying him up with that contract, it makes it attractive to other teams to come in and poach if they need to.
2: I just you know I'm worried this is the only team I have that's any good, so I want it to be perfect. <laughs> this is the one I this is the one I fret over. If Trent Williams lays I couldn't really give a shit. <laughs>
0: but you know, here,
2: here, I'm more worried about Chandler Stevenson than I am Trent Williams. <laughs> um but I just I, I don't wanna have to unload I mean you see some crazy people talking like on on the websites like well now we got to get rid of Goudis. why I don't understand why people would say that now we got to get rid of it's a new one to me i haven't seen yeah. that
0: yeah i saw saw that or money
2: <laughs> yeah so it's like i don't know uh, i don't want to lose anybody we picked up that will serve a role mainly to protect tom wilson from having to fight anymore <laughs> um, and, and awesome. it all comes back to tommy for yeah. you so because uh, we need him score thirty goals or more. Uh, he might. He, he might. <laughs> we we need him seriously. To. He might. Yeah. Um. um so no, the, to,
1: to answer your your or to appease some of your fears, <clears throat> the core group is what it is. They're not going anywhere. They know exactly who their starting six and their starting twelve are. The question is, how do you get the extra forward slash D man yeah. under under the cap to to help with the nicks and bumps and bruises of the season as it goes along?
0: And that's a concern.
2: It's just not not a big one. I would do- agree. Do you, what do you think, Jeremy? Uh, just as a talent evaluation, uh, Siegenthaler or Juice?
0: It, it depends on the role, honestly. Juice definitely more offensive. Sieg's more responsible on the defensive side. So it all depends on on you know what you want to utilize that third pair for, and it's why you like having that, those guys as your you know your six and seven. Um,
1: Completely agree. Yeah, so. and Siegenthaler is nice because he is waiver exempt i mean he can go up and down as much as we we want to so if we get into some cap hell or some situations where we're right up against it he's a guy and and they call them paper transactions because you can essentially just move him to hershey for a day or two when during an off day and and you you know you bank a little bit of money or you know you you can do a lot of things to get creative to, to to make sure they're under that so he's he's a key cog in this wheel
2: Okay, well, championship. Uh, no question. Tom Brady for Trent Williams.
1: Tom Brady for Trent Williams and, uh, you know, wave Ovi to get some uh, money under the cap. Let's do it, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry for
2: <laughs> sorry for all my suggestions on Japers.
1: <laughs> I'd just like to see how many different avatars you actually have when you go and post. I don't think
2: I've ever... I've ne- I have well, I can tell you, I've never posted on Japers and I've never posted on RM... Whatever that one is. R- Russian Machine Never bursts. Yeah, which is what I usually look at. I, li- I like their... That website. They're,
1: they're, both of their uh, respective analysis are top notch. They know what the hell they're doing. I mean, they're yeah. dialed in. They're great. Great sites. You just you can't fix stupid, and, and people are going to go on there and comment, and yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. So, so. About
2: get some OVOs or whatever they're called. OVOs. <laughs> OVOs, baby. I love it. Probably spiked with heroin. Uh, sure. I was so infiltrated say vodka. by the Russians. <laughs> I
1: was going to say vodka, but. Yeah. Yeah. All
2: but right. So may, 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 Sorry, Russia. Maybe heroin's not <laughs> your thing. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. been a long day. It has been a long
1: day. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so our caps are, are pretty much complete at this point, and, and I'm just waiting for training camp to start, um, and it's right around the corner. Uh, like I said, some of the boys are already skating at Kettler, and uh, you know the rest are soon to follow. When
2: does training camp
0: start?
1: Second week
2: in August,
0: I think. Uh, September.
1: What am I th- – oh, am I thinking of the rookie camp when they do the uh, – because I know they did the one back in July, but they have another one where they send the rookies and they'll play a couple games against like the Flyers rookies and that
0: kind of thing. I believe that's the week before the full training camp starts. I think so you're right. They, they do something about this time of year. Already, I think they already did it for the, the first one, and maybe that's the one you're, you're, you're thinking of. I think so, yeah. But then they also do something about a week before the regular guys start their deal.
1: Yep. And they bring in basically a lot of the U21 guys that are, you know, AHL and NHL, probably even some O-kids, you know. And and And, and, some uh,
0: of those guys will end up in Caps camp, but a lot of them will go back to junior teams prior or um, end up in, uh, you know, Bears camp. So
1: Yeah, right on. So it's coming. It's coming.
0: I I just made fun of the morons a few minutes ago. (laughs) It's all good. It's what it
1: is. It's all good. Um no, so today we had uh, the the MLB trade deadline, which of all the major sports, it's probably the most anticlimactic trade deadline.
0: Well, it is, and this year it shouldn't have been because there's only one now. But somehow, to me, it's still kind of... I thought sucked. it was. I thought it was kind of a dud. Um, on the upside, <clears throat> Grant, you did go late. That was that was interesting.
1: That was very interesting. So on the upside, I think the Nats did pretty well for themselves. They did two things today. And Jerry hinted on this on the last two pods.
0: Lost for one. <laughs> With
1: regard to the, the the luxury tax, they did not add enough salary or uh, uh, you know high level <clears throat> paid players to approach the, the luxury tax. So that's good. And they got three legit major league bullpen guys. You know they're not they're not world beaters, but you know what? Look at their bullpen. They're not world beaters either. So and. You know, in the major leagues, especially come playoff time, it's not about who has the best pedigree. It's who's healthy, who's who's spry, who's throwing fast, who's willing to get in there and, and grind it out in the fifth or sixth inning in a in a tight playoff game. And now they have more options.
0: Yeah, you need that depth, and that's where they've been talking about depth across all sports. And that's that's where they've been lacking is their bullpen depth. So they didn't again they didn't add any world beaters. They still you know they still got Do Little as their main guy back there, and I think rodney has been a nice surprise. But basically they. They bolstered that. Those guys had to go, what, three games over the course of two days each. Well, one of them didn't, and that's probably why they lost. But this this will help alleviate some of that. It will. It's it's pretty simple to me. When
2: Strasburg, Corvin, or a healthy Max Scherzer pitch, they're probably going to win the game no matter who they play. And that includes the Dodgers. That includes the Braves. When those guys don't pitch, they're probably going to lose. And um, especially when you factor in getting to the eighth inning, I mean – it's the bullpen's gonna blow at fifty fifty. I think they had the worst bullpen ERA uh and they were tied for third or something like that with the most blown saves. So yep. um you're basically one or two games a week, you're gonna blow. Right. Yep. So and they it, it really it's doolittle because I think he's getting overworked. I think so too. Um but maybe these guys, these three guys, uh rizzo said today that they could they could all close if necessary. They've closed before games before, mm-hmm. but it just really once you get to the seventh inning, it just gives you three guys who are better than three guys you had. Like Tony Sip, I mean, yeah, you know. And when Tony Sip comes in the game, I'm like, I didn't know he was still on the team. <laughs> um, and chances are he's getting blown up, you know. And, yeah, it's, and, and, Swero, and to your point, it's because somebody else is either overworked,
1: they're just not ready for that evening, mm-hmm. um, and and it gives you more. It gives you more ammo right now. Yep. Um and, and the way the game has devolved, whether you like it or not, and I use the word devolved because it, it is painful how long these games are in the majors right now, um, but you, you, it, it is all about matchups. And with the roster expanding in the playoffs – you need to have a bullpen where you go, you know what? You're my guy to get one out in the seventh inning against the lefty. You're my guy to get the next out in the seventh inning against right. the switch hitter and make them do something. So it's a little long. It's a little drawn out. It's very nuanced. It's very much like chess, in my opinion. But now the Nats have some parts and pieces to compete. Um, and I maintain, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, just get into the dance. Just, just make they the are playoff. They are
2: going to be, if they can do it. <laughs>
1: They are going to be so dangerous. And to your point, exactly, because you've been harping on this, and you're 100% right, in the playoffs, you really only need three starters. Yes, you need a fourth every once in a while. I get it. But bottom line is, you can ride three horses if you have them, and they've got them. So they just got to get there. You know,
2: I think Rizzo, I don't know if he said it today, but he should say it when they keep asking about Scherzer and all these trade moves. It doesn't matter what trade you make. If Scherzer doesn't come back healthy, you're out of it. You need him to be healthy. If he's yep. not healthy, it doesn't matter what you do on the trade deadline. Um, you're not gonna make the playoffs. I'm very concerned about him, and I said so this a couple I. times ago, that that a back injury for a, a
1: pitcher of his ilk is very concerning. But right now, rest, rest,
2: rest. He obviously came back too soon. He did tried to force through yeah. and he couldn't do it because he looked he looked rusty, which you expected, but he also looked like he was he looked like he's favoring things. Yeah.
0: Right?
1: He just didn't look
2: comfortable.
0: Yeah, I, I think I said then, and I was probably 100% wrong, it'll be 100% wrong now, <laughs> that, you know, if it, I don't think he would have missed a start if it was the playoffs. I mean, you, you shoot him up, you, you know, he'll, I think he'll be fine, but I, I think it's prudent to keep him out right now, um, at least for a start or two.
2: Well, Atlanta's solid, and yeah. they loaded up, too, so yeah. they're going to be really tough to catch. So I was going to say,
1: on the upside, the Nats got better. On the downside, Atlanta got, yeah. I think, oh. <laughs> way better. <laughs>
0: yeah. When well, you, you were talking, I think mean, Todd and me, both of you guys have been bringing this up all season, well, it's going to be wild card. It's going to be one game, and it's going to be, you know, Max or Strauss, and, you know, what do we just say? They're going to win it. So they'll be in that first series if, if they can get that wild card, and I think they can.
1: They can, but it's, it's getting to be a crowded group now. I'm getting a little boy. Oh, uh, man, you a got a little more St.
2: St. Louis, Cubs. Yeah. yeah
0: are still there, I think.
2: Yeah, Phillies are right there. I Plus, mean, teams like the Cubs who have won before – I know. You know they, they're just going to find a way to do yes. it. Right? Yes. They're like, they're like
1: when Pittsburgh has a bad year in, in hockey, and you're like, they're still going to get in, and they're going to yeah. be dangerous, and they don't want to play them. Yeah. That's the way the Cubbies are right now. Yep. yep. Um, switching gears to the, the, the other spectrum are Orioles. <laughs> um, our did, they, or- did they fold? <laughs> they have now folded. Believe it or not, I'm they not are tried. I don't know. <laughs> they are, they are play. playing the role of spoiler right now. <laughs> Felt kind of bad for Anaheim this past weekend. Um, the O's took three out of four, and they were this close to sweeping. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm telling you, man, some of those young O's arms and bats are exciting as hell. And I'm sitting here wearing my Orioles jersey, <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> they're still a couple years out. But man, they've loaded up on some young prospects, man.
0: Well, it was interesting to read because everybody said, oh, they're going to dump Trey and VR and, you know, half the guy, you know, Givens is gone, all this stuff. I don't think they moved. They made one minor league move, maybe. It was one minor league move, Um, yes. You know, so I was trying to figure out why. I said, well, part of it is all the guys they have still have, um, with their service time, are still, you know, team control Mm -hmm. for at least another season. So they were looking for more. They weren't going to take... Some you know jackass outside you know in some teams you know thirtieth prospect they weren't going to take that for these guys. Yep. And so it's just an interesting dynamic. I mean, uh, maybe all these guys are going next deadline, but the earlier deadline, the the, you know the the team control just really had a big impact on this uh, on this on this trade deadline.
1: Yes, it did. I mean, there were there were very few blockbuster moves around the league. I think the The biggest name is Granky, right? That happened
0: last minute. I mean, I think there were a couple other. Well, oh, I got to bring this up because. There was some outrage over this, but I thought it was hilarious. It was Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Bauer is that is that his name? The Indians pitcher. He oh was, yes, well, yeah, yes. He gunned that ball. Oh my God! Field. Did you see it? That that ball the ball flew off his. The funniest thing I thought ever it was seen. I thought it was photoshopped that at first. Douchebag of loses his mind. It's like, dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> what is your problem? I love the, the center fielder is looking looking the direction. He's just like where'd that ball come from? It's gunned it 300 feet over my head. was
2: awesome. The, I thought the funniest thing was he just gunned it and then he turned around and was like, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. It was scenario. a classic tantrum. I, it, yeah, was like, it was like, I can't no. control myself in this moment. I'm going to turn around and apologize that I can't control myself. But, but once I, I did it, anyway. it, I
0: felt so much better yeah. and I realized I was wrong. <laughs> like immediately. How do you think the first person I thought of was when he did that? It's somebody you know very, very well. Chip. Close. It starts <laughs> with the same letter.
1: My brother, Chris? Oh, yes. uh, yeah. Such a fucking I've baby. I've seen him do it 18 at Bryce before. Chris, I love you, bro, but God damn it. You're a baby. I love you, but you're a baby. Oh, he's 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 one of the fiercest competitors of all time, and man, he will throw a tantrum at the drop of a hat. It's so great to watch.
0: I think he scared his second baseman out of who it was, one of the infielders. He thought he was throwing the ball at him. That
1: was so great. No, no, that was awesome. <clears throat> that was highly entertaining. Anyway, he
0: got traded. That's why I brought that up.
1: Yep. And, uh, and I think it was last... It was just last night's game. Yes, it was Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Oh, the brawl. Yes. And uh, so Yasel Puig. <laughs> j- <laughs> so he got treated <laughs> about 25 <laughs> minutes before brawl breaks out. He's still right in the VIX. I love that guy.
2: But everybody's complaining, like, what was he still doing on the field? But he has still been in the dugout. Of course. Right. Yeah, so he's still going to be in a fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, and he's, he's one of those guys he's He just sniffs guy. out trouble, dude. Oh, he's like, wait, there's something going down. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's, douche. Cool. he's a it. douche. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Says baseball players are pansies. I was like, dude, that guy from Cincinnati. Did you see
2: him rush?
0: Oh yeah, rush the entire bench. (laughs) Dude, he threw a
1: nice little left hook as as he entered the. uh, He was in some major
2: amphetamines.
1: (laughs) Yeah, seriously, dude. There's some serious roid rage going on there. He ran over there with a purpose and threw a haymaker. I love it. Are we done? I think that we have. I
0: think our fans are definitely tired of us by now. So, um, well, again, I, I think I know, we, I know I, I, our I fans think, sit on the couch are done. Look, at... They, I think they fell asleep.
1: I think that we just made the best of the major league uh, trade splash or lack thereof because there we really wasn't re- much. We to talk really about. need
2: football to start. We need we okay, we need, we need, we need, and we need I need George. I need Georgie to, to make whatever the Canadian. Um, uh, I don't know Western Conference. What was that? OHL, yeah, whatever they are. The HL, the Q, the He's Q- got to do that because now, because I'm the Q. already, I'm we'll sending him to the i I'm yeah. already starting to like. The I need, I, I need to. I, I'm running out of money, and I need to be his agent. Gotcha. So we got to, you got to throw you to the wolves. Well, he has his
1: first showcase in three weekends. <laughs> He'll be up in Manhattan. If you'd like to join, Manhattan,
2: us. Kansas. No, Manhattan no, Beach, California.
1: It'll be Manhattan, New York.
2: Manhattan, West Virginia, <laughs> uh, by, uh, by Big Horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a big chimney. That's what it's called. Is that where Brooks Kepka is from? No. <laughs> he's from the big part of the big part. The bridge. He's <laughs> from the thriving metropolis of Fairmont
0: Bridgeport. Yeah, he won the PGA, though. Yeah, he, he,
2: yeah, he, he just won. He just, he just won. He just won.
1: Was it the St. Jude Classic? I
0: yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. He did win the WGC this weekend, but I was just making fun of Jerry because of the PGA, and he won that, too, so whatever. Yeah, so we we get it. Yeah, we obviously. Uh,
1: so we we are pining for football in the worst way. Yes. And and I think at this point next week won't there have been the first NFL preseason game?
2: Uh, the first game starts tomorrow. tomorrow I think, I think I it's the, the Hall of well. Fame game
1: in Canton, Ohio.
2: Canton, Ohio is the worst place in America. It's got to be. I went true. to a wedding there. I wanted to hang myself.
0: Was let it, it Canton, Ohio, or now.
2: was it the worst wedding? <laughs> no, no, it was a good wedding, but the but <laughs> the town there is so boring, and they were making fun of me from West Virginia. I'm like, dude, this dude, place sucks. Jesus Christ. Why don't we go have this conversation at the KFC across the street since that's the most happening place here? No, the Cracker Barrel? Yeah, they weren't cool enough to have that.
1: <laughs> uh, so hopefully next week we will uh, – We'll have some more uh, skins drama to discuss. See, we'll um, see
2: what happens with Trent. I, and, and, I predict and, nothing will have changed. He will not have been traded, but he still will not be. Okay, exempt. old
1: predictions real quick as we sign off in part three here. I think that the Trent situation is going right down the rabbit hole, and I think this time next week we're going to have a lot to talk about, and I don't think he's going to be a Washington Redskin.
0: I think nothing's going to happen with Trent. There's going to be a lot of more lot more bullshit that we're going to have to figure out and there's, there's something to talk about, though.
2: Yeah, I don't. I'm with Jeremy. Nothing's going to happen. Damn it. Well, let's yeah. hope something happens
1: league wide to give us some fodder because you know these next three or four weeks we are going to be just scraping the bottom of the barrel. So let's bear hope, with us. Let's hope
2: the Pittsburgh Penguins have to file bankruptcy again for the third time. <laughs> bunch of losers.
1: We might have to devolve in talking about our own uh, lack of golf game, but that might be where we're at for segment three next week. <laughs> <can do> <laughs> no,
2: no we, we'll, we'll have football. We'll have actually football
0: on the f- I'm on the. Not going to break down the Hall of Fame game.
2: No. Well, yeah, you are.
0: <laughs> Take notes, asshole.
2: <laughs> yeah, you are. You're going to talk about the third cornerback for the th- in the third quarter. For- I, don't playing. I don't either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging with us. Wings, beers, and tears. Follow us. Give us a comment. Tell us how great we are. And peace. for all you Ravens fans, we are going to continue to talk about the Ravens. We'll get better. We will get better. We're going to do our homework, god damn it. All right. Till next week, peace. Peace.